Now entering Nerdist.com. Well, thanks for coming in. I hope you're feeling better. And, uh, you know, pick up a complimentary uh, windbreaker on the way out. We now have uh, windbreakers. Uh, as you know, we uh, sometimes pay people to be here uh, just to keep the uh, uh, rotating door open. But uh, in this instance, uh, it's been kind of windy lately. So uh, get a, a cash withdrawal windbreaker. And Tassels will also give you a popsicle and uh, possibly a snow cone on the way out. Thanks for coming in. Ah, the buttery tunes of the cash withdrawal sextet. It, uh, it's good to be back. I uh, hope you're uh, feeling good today. I know some of you have had withdrawal symptoms, and it's good to get you these episodes to get you through the night and into the next day, or sometimes through the morning and into the afternoon. Uh, if it's raining, sometimes we bring a little sunshine here on the show. Uh, if it's cloudy, sometimes uh, uh, we bring a, 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 a bit of fresh air, uh, which didn't come with the clouds, if you know what I'm talking about. Ladies, take a break. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. In any event, it's great to be here, and it's exciting because I, I, from what I hear, there's a there's a line of people outside that just really miss the cashing in with T.J. Miller show, and they're all out in the waiting room. And I'm going to get one of them to come in here. Uh, uh, Tassels, can you? Yeah, just put down the windbreaker and let them in. Who's next? Okay. Oh, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Drake, Drake Witham's here again. Hey, hey. Drake. Buddy, buddy. I had no idea you even listened to the to the Cashing with T.J. Miller show. And to the you, to the what? Well, I, I the Cashing with T. You know the shows the Cashing with T.J. Oh. Miller show. Oh, there's yeah. a whole sh- no. You know, I'm I'm here for the music. I can't get into oh, yeah. this band. <laughs> this band is phenomenal. Yeah, they really are cash, good, don't they? Cash they really crank up the sex tunes. Ted, it looks. Yeah. Uh, oh, don't I, get them. Don't even get them started. They're really. Uh, they're, fin- they're they're they're. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. one of their hits. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell me. Yeah. That's no, that's, uh, you mentioned the line out front. They're all here. It's like a Bernie. It's a Bernie rally outside, but they're here for cash withdrawal. Oh, you like, think they're coming for the band now? Oh, I, I know they're coming for the band. Really? I talk to people in that line. Really? Yeah, they, they love that band. They, that, that techno sound is, is I mean, it's, it's back. It's what's hot right now. It's yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. Um, looks like they're a little light, though. I've yeah. sub- well, Some, well yeah, they were, there were six of them, uh, as you know, and I didn't feed them properly. And uh, two of them, uh, two of them were eaten by the others. Uh, so oh. then it went down to four, and then uh, uh, of course they're behind the plexiglass there, so it's hard for me to get them the proper nutrition. I, but it was a bit of a Donner Party of bands. They call themselves the Donner Party of bands. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. And you know what? All great songs come out of tragedy. So maybe they'll get some really good material out of having to have. Well, I mean, eaten, that song, Ouch eaten. That Smarts, the, the song I just played for you. Uh, you know, let yeah. me refresh your memory. Guys, sure. do you want to crank up just, uh, just, Ouch That Smarts yeah. again? We'd... Ouch That Hurts. Yeah, see, they're really. It's this actually came from the moment where they started eating each yeah. other. It was, yeah. you don't like a band to eat each other, but it's made them. I mean, I don't want to be frivolous about this, or, or you know, I don't, I don't want to like seem too. Uh, what's the word? Uh, jocular. Jocular about, about it. Thank you very much, Drake. With them, uh, uh, I don't want to seem too jocular about it, but but I think they got hungry after they ate the other two, like as a band. Yeah. I think they want more. 
It keeps everyone on their game. You got to think if you're sitting in the band and you're part of the one third of the band that was not eaten because they ate yeah, one third yeah, of the band. Yeah, they did. Um, a third of the uh, uh, still, band was eaten and digested. <laughs> and yeah. to make sure they can and still... I, and, and I got to tell you, that's not, that wasn't an easy part either. Because I want them behind the glass. You know, and I was... Uh, you know. and, and to come back and still, like, the inspiration for that music, but then still to know, like, you got to be looking over your shoulder all the time. I better be playing this song just right, or I may be eaten right, right. By, the, by the band. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the rest of the band. Yeah. But now the, but the two remaining eaten, members. And then... Two are eaten, and then so we're down to. It looks like there's a there's a. Well, uh, now there's five. Right. Uh, I, my understanding is they gave birth to a new member, <laughs> which, which and again these which, artists they they procreate yeah, a lot. There's people and they do that, it quickly. Uh, there were rumors of that yeah. outside in yeah. the line, and yeah. uh, and and but no birth announcements. No, yeah. I feel like we're breaking this yeah. this story right now. I don't yeah. know if you've talked about so it. So you before, just came but, for the music. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. People come for different reasons. Some people miss my other podcasts. Some people come for the music. Some people come for tassels. Oh. Uh, what do you think of tassels? Lovely. How is Lovely she shaped her nose? Uh, just, what, what age would you put her at? It's one, She's one of those people that never really leaves uh, her 30s. It's the aura mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. her. Yeah. She could be, you know, she could be, you know, I, I don't want to say. She's kind of looking at me now. Low 40s. You know, I'm saying mm-hmm. that with a wink. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. just a little... A little bit up there. Yeah. You know, she's been around Hollywood type, you know, yeah. maybe a couple of those surgeries. Maybe she's taking some of those uh, drugs, keep you young drugs yeah. that all the stars take. Yeah. But some she of those. looks beautiful. Well, she looks gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Heart to heart will return in a moment. By the way, my name's Max. I take care of both of them. It was like the most sexist opening of a show. You know what I mean? Jessica Hart, she's gorgeous. It was like the other guy's like a self-made millionaire. You know, he's a genius. Whatever. All they could say about the other one, Jessica Hart, she's gorgeous. Her main skill was being gorgeous. That's Freeway. He's a dog. He gets top billing with Jessica Hart. Um, it's so dated, you know, but you know what? So am I. We're dated at this point. How do you like the, uh, the studio here? The, the music studio. The it's also a, you know, uh, a place where we we make uh, art. Uh, we've got a, a map here behind me. It's beautiful. It's a world map. It's 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 amazing. It's a. I'm I'm guessing it's about six by nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I I uh, was you know I'm curious where you got it because I want one. I want one that's a world map, and then I want one that's just to the states. Um, but the whole world. The whole world is on here. Yeah, except, uh, look over there, uh, it just says Hawaii, and there's an arrow where Hawaii would be, and uh, that's not a full, I want my money back, that's not a full map where I come from. Uh, That's the part that I want a full topographical study of, I mean, I want the full uh, visual of, of Hawaii, and instead, it's a full world map, it's very detailed, okay? Cities, we, it goes, there's, there's it goes even, as small uh, as Spokane, Washington. Right. Spokane, Washington, yeah. not a major metropolis. It's represented on this map. There's even uh, Liberia is on the map, yep. uh, uh, which, uh, you know, Lawrence, who was a Liberian freedom fighter, that's where he met Tassels. But we can talk about that at some other uh, <laughs> I time. I have no idea. Yeah, from so my many, understanding, she actually so uh, uh, yeah. she actually uh, harnessed together uh, some bandanas and, and wore those as a halter top, and that's kind of got his attention. I but we can, you, know, you can listen to some it? of those episodes. But the Bottom line is everything is very detailed, and yet it just says Hawaii. You'd eh. think you'd think in the name World yeah. Map, yeah, would encompass everything in the, the world. world. Yeah, not just an arrow saying this could be here somewhere. It's almost like they on did the part of the map you can't see. Twenty-three of the twenty-four time yeah. zones, and they said, you know what? You just use your imagination yeah. Yeah. on the rest. It's almost like a a globe in a rhombus <laughs> shape. You know, you know. 
Like they changed that completely. Um, but you know, it's exciting to have you here. It's great. Oh, oh, uh, thank you. Thank I haven't you. seen you since uh, opening day. You came over for opening day. A rough day. A rough day. And uh, rough day on a lot of levels. Because mm. uh, here's my theory after you left. Okay. So, you, so Drake has two um, young young kids. Right. Right. One of them's about four and four and, and six months type thing. Four and one. Four and one. But okay. the one year old is is pretty small. He's 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 small. Right. And. Uh, He's, he's, uh, uh, you know, you, you bring the kids over. Mm. I've got my two kids. April's, uh, doing the taxes that day. So she okay. takes off. Oh, tax season. is Yeah. It? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's actually a tax year, uh, <laughs> for her. She's, she's, she's just, she just surrounds herself with pieces of paper and uh-huh. it just kind of cries. She uh, a receipt, in the, receipt uh, keeper? Does she no, keep? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just guess everything. But uh, we'll we'll edit out this part because I don't should, want anyone to audit. They will she said that you. you were audited three times. Is I that have correct? been audited three times. Yeah. Was... At what point do you you change your tax guy? Uh, after the <laughs> severe one, I I changed it because I went to this guy. This guy was phenomenal. Yeah, um, I'll bet <laughs> he was no. I mean, just the sales pitch. You talk in terms of just a a character. Yeah. Uh, you go to his house and he meets you and he says, uh, "Okay, what religion are you?" I'm like, uh, he said, "Well, no, what church you go to?" Uh, I don't really go to church. Oh, wrong answer. What church you go to? I don't really go to church. He said, wrong answer. You go to church every week. It's uh, it's 20 bucks. Uh, Christmas and Easter, that's 50 bucks. Blah, blah, blah. Adds it all up. That's five, you know, $4,000 right off. Yeah. And he just goes through like this, and it's just a series of just rip-off things that he does throughout the whole thing. And then he says, I never get audited. But when I do, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> and then he gave me this strategy. So, uh, of course, I was audited. And uh, he calls me up. And I said, I say, Don, Don, I got audited. And he says, uh, okay, here's what you do. Um, you're, you're, uh, you're an actor, right? You no, see I'm, that map? Head <laughs> from Mexico. I'm a, I'm a comedian. Great, great. Yeah. You're an actor. Okay, roll yeah. of a lifetime. <laughs> Whatever they say, you say, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. No, this is a real thing. And yeah. I said, uh, Don, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, perfect. You're a natural. <laughs> no, Don, I really don't know. You, yeah. you got, you're nailing it, kid. <laughs> But he just does this. He goes on and on. I don't know why. He didn't sound exactly like Max from Heart to Heart. Yeah. But uh, he just keeps doing this. He goes through the whole thing, and then he says, and then you ask him if you can record it. Yeah. And then we listen to the tape, and then we get him. So his strategy was to entrap the government. Oh. And then find something and illegal. This didn't, this didn't concern you at all as it was happening. Oh, absolutely. It concern, yeah. Of course it concerned I mean, the, not until I was audited. The first part was like, ah, who's going to audit me? I'm not making any money. By the way, yeah. I had worked legitimate jobs yeah. until I came out to L.A. to, yeah. to be a comedian. And <laughs> it was the least money I'd ever made. Yeah. You know, your first year, you don't make any money, right? Yeah. I mean, you're getting paid in yeah. drinks occasionally. Right. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I, it was the biggest tax return I ever got. I got like $2,000 back. Just based on nonsense, everything was a write-off. Haircuts, wardrobe, right. grocery shopping. Yeah, because right. you don't just get groceries. You bring your friends over, and it's yeah. and it's a meal. You prepared a meal oh. for them, and then it's a write-off. Okay, yeah. You can yeah. get away with some of that, but not like a, yeah. a 40, $43 bill from Ralph's. Right? That's not a write-off. <laughs> I need to eat. Right? He told you to write everything off. Everything off. I mean, the write-offs were ridiculous. So I, when I went into the IRS, and I did not go with his plan to entrap the government, um, yeah. I just went into the IRS and just pleaded, you know, I just kind of said I was done, which was similar to his plan of, I don't know what you're saying. Right. And so then what happened? Uh, what I had to pay a fine of $400. Oh, that's, that's not it was bad. fine. I got off, I got, yeah. but I stopped using that guy. The next year, my wife, who had, who was my girlfriend at the time, who told me about this guy, he's great. He gets you all this money back. She got audited. So we stopped using <laughs> it. His name's Don Spina. 
he's the kind of guy that has a, a, a billboard. You know, uh, I, I often joke about uh, lawyers that have billboards. I don't oh, trust yeah, right, them. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're advertised on the side of a van, I don't trust you. Right. Uh, you know, there's certain ways that uh, you know, tax guys shouldn't advertise. His, his, uh, his setup was in his house, which is another good sign. But every room living in, a van. in that house <laughs> was a write-off. I'm not lying. He, had a, yeah. he walked me through and showed me how every room in the house. He had a yeah. koi pond in the back yeah. that it was a write-off because it was a waiting room. Oh, okay. Yeah. And well, then I, should, there was I a, should write off tassels. There was a be- oh, absolutely. You should write it off. There was a bedroom uh, that, that sometimes clients came in from out of state and would stay in that bedroom. So he yeah. wrote that off. Wow. And then he showed me his impressive gun collection, yeah, which was kind of, a, I think, more of a message. Like, maybe don't go talking about this on a podcast yeah. someday. Yeah, now I'm getting nervous. You know? Well, he's not going to come after you. He's going to kill yeah. me. Yeah. But, uh, and he was a big motorcycle rider, too. Yeah. How Except, many tattoos do you want on your tax guy's uh, <laughs> arm or, or neck, as it were? Yeah, uh, but just uh, just constant just salesman and just just the way he's like, well, of course I should do this. Absolutely. If I don't, I'm an idiot. Of course I go to church every week. Yeah. Why wouldn't I lie about that? Yeah. Why wouldn't my haircut be a write-off? It's my yeah. appearance. Why, I go to a gym. I don't really go to the gym. But if I did, this is be right. how much it was. That's so that should be a write-off. Like, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of theoretical write-offs. Yeah. <laughs> and then I go into the IRS guy and he's like, uh, well, I know this is not true. I know this is a lie. But this IRS guy, they're like the worst accountants because they're like the guys that couldn't get jobs where Don Spina could. This guy, I'm in his cubicle, and people, other IRS guys, are throwing things over the walls at him. (laughs) He's like like being bullied. or what? No, no, just to mess with him, like scraps of uh, little paper wads and stuff, just to mess with the guy because they know he's in there, and he's just... Trying to keep it together, yeah. but you could see him just. So, so you're saying that you know the people that are auditing you are, are generally just people that can count. That's like the that's really the background. I'm, check. I'm not saying this guy could count. I didn't yeah. say that. <laughs> I wouldn't volunteer that. I wouldn't say that. But anyway, so you brought okay. So April's doing the taxes. You bring the kids over, and here's the thing. Uh, here's my new theory, because uh, you're very into the Mariners. Now the Mariners are on. You're 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 listening to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids uh, were were doing a lot to try to kill each other. Uh, I, I don't think I'm not sure you were noticing because that's the kind of baseball you fan fan you are, and I admire that. But they, I mean, at one point I looked over, and uh, they're all on the other, uh, they're on somebody in somebody else's yard on their deck, uh, running around up there. Okay, uh-huh. now, all of them are under the age of five, and uh, they're running around over there. I don't know how they got up over there in a ladder or how they actually got up there. Now, at another point in time, and you did notice this one, God bless you, uh, they were trying to pull your youngest son's arm off. <laughs> they were just trying to pull it off. It was like an experiment. Can we uh, pull Cole's arm off? I did and, see that. And, you know, yeah. he's... You know, uh, that concerned me. The stress level of having these four kids run around. I didn't sure. see any of the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm not a great parent, but uh, <laughs> but I but but I was left in charge, uh, and I, I'm more nervous of what my kids can do to other people's kids. Right, and yours right. are younger than mine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they generally will find ways to, you know, propel themselves over the side of a wall or, you know. And it was just like one of those sketches where you look over and they're, they're lighting a fire yeah, or, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, uh, throwing hand grenades on people. It was really stressful. The, um, the, the, I, did, I had two close calls. There was one, one time where, uh, where, yeah, they did try to take his arm off. And then there was another point where uh, he had a giant piece of blue chalk. 
yeah. in his mouth. Yeah, the baby. he's eating. Yeah, he's eating just, the chalk. Yeah. Just taken down. His whole his yeah. face was I get, blue. Teeth. And that's the thing. And here's my theory. Because when I've gone over to other people's houses with my kids, I don't watch them at all. I just don't even notice what they're doing. Because <laughs> I figure it's their house. Nothing can happen. Yeah. You get comfortable in other people's houses. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, but if you're at your own house, if something happens at your house, you get oh, more you concerned. Feel- so I think you just got to take your kids somewhere else. Oh, I think that's yeah. uh, I, I, I kind of have the opposite. I feel like in your own space, you're less worried about it. Oh, but yeah. it, it, you don't want to messing up someone else's house. Maybe it's just I know I don't have anything that's worth anything. Yeah. I go to your house. I don't want to break in a you know TV or something. Yeah, but you're a good fan. You're a good baseball fan. You're the uh, uh, I'm not sure what they would call you. Someone today called me the uh, Freddie Patek of comedy, uh, and I'm not sure if that's uh, a con- you know could have been worse. Could have been the Eddie Goodell of comedy. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. you know Midget, Midget it's going to be a size thing. Yeah. Um, but Freddie Patek, a good shortstop for the uh, uh, back for the Kansas City Royals mm-hmm. in the mid '70s, I guess, but. Uh, it didn't ever really break through as one of the greats, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it was a bit of a backhanded insult. Can you have you can have backhanded compliments? How about a backhanded, backhanded insult? I think yeah, I think that works. You can do both. I think that yeah, I, I wasn't that, that great with my backhand. That's why I never got to be <laughs> uh, as good as Freddie Patek. Um, but uh, your team's doing well. No, no, they're no. not doing well. They uh, they they are now they are the team now that's been the longest uh, without making the playoffs. 2001, when they set the uh, the record for 116 wins one season, yeah, went to the playoffs, did not win the World Series. Uh, we've talked about this before. I think that was in 2001. They yeah. were red hot. They were beating everybody, and then September 11th happened. Took yeah. baseball stopped for two weeks. They restarted the season, and the M's didn't quite capture that magic. One of the, one. And they of the, say we can't let the terrorists win. No, no. But it was, the I think terrorists... we can all agree. One of the great tragedies of 9/11. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right, now you've pissed off more people than just your old uh, accountant. It's, I mean, you can look back at the stats. Look really? back at the stats. Yeah, before and after then, they were winning at an un- unbelievable rate. Yeah, and then they fall apart. Okay, and, and so you, you but well, you know, since then, since then, uh, not back to the playoffs. They were good for a couple of years, and now they're now they're terrible. And then, well, and they got Felix. You know, but here's the thing. Here's what's good about it. Because I was thinking about the Cubs and how most people, most prognosticators are, are picking the Cubs this year. Um, which it's not easy being a, a – I don't think that's the way it's going to happen for the Cubs, uh, right. being a front runner. It's not easy being a front runner. It's not mm-hmm. any fun. And I'm not just talking sports. I'm talking elections. I'm talking – Sure, you, sure. you got a target on you. Yeah. And um, that's, it's generally more fun if you can come out of nowhere and win something. People love that. People, that's why I admire a team that wins two or three championships in a row, and I root for those teams more than I root for the underdog because the underdog is not the underdog. Oh, so you're putting it, you're putting it totally on its head. The underdog is not an underdog because they have no pressure, because no one expects mm-hmm. them to win, because everyone's rooting for them. They actually have an advantage, and I I often root for the team that is favored uh, because they are the underdog. This the very definition of the word is what makes them the favorite. Yeah, I like it. But, uh, that's, it, but when you really look at it, how hard was it? To, no, I know what you're saying. How it's hard is it to win a second championship? Completely flawed, but logical at the same time. That is a cash withdrawal yeah. moment right there. <laughs> you know, I think that's inspired the band. I could see them queuing up their uh, their instruments right now. They really are into that right there. Oh yeah, oh, they feel it. They feel it. <laughs> You, you, you gotta be careful. You're gonna lose these guys. This is the extended dance version. Oh yeah, of course. What are you suggesting? What do you mean I'm gonna lose these guys? You, you need to start taking better care of these guys. Someone's gonna come in and uh, you know 
snatch these guys out from, from under you. I mean, this, there's a lot of talent there. You know, I mean, look at that guy. The guy's playing the sax with one arm. I'm assuming the other arm was eaten <laughs> off the last are band you, meeting. Are you, uh, are you, do you have designs on this I'm not saying, I don't want to say that. I don't want to, I don't want to. Do you wanna, have designs on representing this group? Or? Re, I, I would take them myself, to the. You, yeah. know, you know how much of, of a Mariners fan I am? Yeah. Take that, double that. Yeah. Double that. That's how big of That's a fan I am of the cash withdrawal the sex cash, Yeah, yeah. So it, it designs, I don't know. I mean, you're just putting that thought in my head. You're making me feel like maybe there's something in play here. Yeah. Maybe, maybe okay. I offer you something, okay. and maybe I okay. walk out of here with a sextet. Okay. I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, we're doing the Rorschach test now. Uh, this is going to say a lot about you, I think. Okay. Uh, this is the worst derivative nicknames. Uh, <laughs> Charles to Chuck, Henry to Hank, Jonathan to Jack, or Jedediah to Chachi. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Chachi Lewis, uh, triple A player for the Mariners. Yeah, he was Jedediah. Jedediah yeah. is that the is that Jebediah or Jedediah? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is it Jebediah or Jedediah? Jeb. Well, here's the difference. Here's the difference. Jebediah is a name. Jedediah is just a bunch of letters. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's my guess. That is a great category, though. This is the category's worst derivative nickname. Yes, worst derivative nicknames. <laughs> Charles to Chuck. Uh, Henry to Hank. Jonathan to Jack. Is Jonathan go to Jack? Is that what happened? John's and Jack's are, are, the, are the same, yeah. That's so weird. That John the, F. Kennedy, It's weird Jack that the derivatives Kennedy. are so close that they're not worth bothering well, you, you with. Wanna, you want me to blow your mind? Yeah. Uh, uh, buddy is one for William. Really? Buddy. Bill or Buddy. Uh, yeah, that doesn't even make sense, does it? Yeah, that doesn't... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think Chachi's the, the best well, one. Well, Chachi's here. the winner, yeah. I mean, it, I, I, I can't here. tell you how many times I've been on, you know, I go out to the old country out in Pennsylvania and <laughs> visit, uh, you know, visit the... Uh, oh, let's find it on the map. Oh, it's not there. <laughs> it's just an <laughs> so arrow. The, but, you know, I go see the ooh, the people with the beards, the uh, the uh, the Amish, the Amish. Yeah. And you know, you can't believe how many times people just like leaning into it if they had a horn, but yelling on their buggy saying, hey, Chachi, yeah. Chachi, out of the way, coming through. I did a show in Minnesota... Uh, for a very blue-collar yeah. group of people mm-hmm. uh, who uh, they were a um, company. I think they were woodsmen. They were uh, <laughs> uh, seriously, they had wood mills or something and not windmills, but wood mills. And there were okay. about 400 of them. Right. And uh, it was going OK. Uh, and it did pretty well, I think. Uh, afterwards, uh, someone came up there like you, you walked four people. They were these oh. Amish people. They were very upset. They said, uh, you know, they were in the hall and they said, um, I can't stand that vile, um, something about my vile performance. Right, the filth. The filth of my vile performance. Yeah. I didn't even use the word shit or fuck. Yeah. I mean, I, I had nothing. I don't know what was in there that could have possibly right. offended uh, anybody in the world. It was pretty clean. for. I mean, especially for a group like that, which really wanted it to be more risque. And... It's upsetting because, uh, you know, I'm sure they, I don't know if they complained or not or, you know, but we do, we, we let the, the minority uh, on, a, on a level of that size, you have 400 people that probably would have liked it more dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have four people, four people's voice, uh, voices get more attention than the entire group that, that love the show. The, um, the 1% that were probably thrown off to the fact, by the fact that you were even using a microphone. Yeah, <laughs> that may have been what offended them, right, right. right? This, 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 this sort of god box. Yeah, you were you this sorcery. 
<laughs> the sorcery of watching me uh, speaking into this. Uh, Project your voice yeah, throughout the room. Yeah, how is he doing that? Yeah. Bounce it off the wall yeah. as well. They weren't going to sit around in Satan's workshop for yeah. that much longer. Yeah. But you know what bothered me, too, is the person telling me about it gleefully. People love to give you that kind of news. Yeah, who is, you who is that little people. gossip? It was, it, was, it was this lady that said she loved the show, and she was like, you should know. Oh. A few people were really offended, and she thought it was funny. And the thing is, I don't, I don't go out mm-hmm. there to offend people. I didn't find it funny. I didn't want to hear about it. Yeah. Uh, I would have walked out of there thinking it was the best show I had done all year. And instead, I don't, I don't want to walk anyone. But um, you know, that's that's the sort of moment though where you wish you were the all knowing. You know, like yeah. a lot of people like have a god yeah. complex, but wouldn't how nice it would have been to just say thank you, ma'am. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. I yeah. hate to tell you, your husband's been cheating on you. Yeah, yeah. for ten years. Yeah. Or yeah. just, just yeah. drop you, some. You want some, I hate to tell you, retaliation. <laughs> you know? Um, you know what I mean? Right? You want no. some fictional. Right. Yeah. Well, it isn't even fictional. You want, you, you'd like it to. Okay, you'd like to know what it is. You'd like yeah. to just yeah. have that to yeah. pull out on anyone. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I listened to the tape afterwards, and the, and there was some, you know, I I hate the Amish material. There was some, uh, what the fuck are Amish people doing here? Uh, if you're Amish, get the fuck out of here. There was a lot of that going on, but I just don't think that was what it was. I don't think that probably uh, got the. But other than that, I mean, it was a really clean show, except for the hatred of Amish. If you see an Amish person, kick him in the face type material. Except for that stuff, everything was completely clean. So, yeah. uh, and then I did a show. I just did a show for a. a a group that's been married, um, wonderful guys, uh, 74 uh, years old. He's, he's having his fourth marriage, and I, oh, I did wonderful. his reception. Yeah. And uh, she she had been married three times, and uh, they had a great sense of humor about it. They really do. I yeah. just, you know, I just stood up there. I was like, you know, I, they have a lot in common. You know, they both uh, love to get married. You know? <laughs> and uh, But th- they were a lot of fun. But this guy at the uh, reception... Right. They did the thing where they wanted me to eat with a group so I'd find out more about the uh, the group I was performing for. That's always a difficult thing. If you're seated next to someone that's going to put you in a bad mood. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. This guy started bragging about, and they were very, you know, they all had yachts and boats, and they were very, uh, very I think affluent people. That. I think it's pronounced yachted. They, they had chachis and boats. <laughs> <laughs> but they all had these, they, they, they were very uh, wealthy people at this party. It was okay. a very, very fancy party. And the guy next to me, uh, uh, and, and somehow you think when you're hanging out with people of that wealth level, and it was pretty extreme, um, that they will somehow be classier. But that's often not the case. This oh, guy no. starts bragging yeah. about his daughter and how she's in the same line of work I'm in. She's a model. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. thanks, man. And then he says, and then he's like, she was just going to work another day for the rest of her life. And he pulled out his phone and showed me a picture of his two daughters. They were quite beautiful, I will admit. Yeah. And um, so I was trying to give him a hard time. I go, I, how come your son's not in the picture? Yeah. You know, is he not uh, as attractive as the other two? Oh, or no. Is he... Oh, no. And he, and he was like, uh, I mean, should my, should my son be in the picture? I'm like, well, I mean, there's... You have three kids, so I thought maybe they'd all make the Don't picture. Love but, Whatever it is, I don't want yeah. to pry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just got to give him a hard time. Yeah. Then he started bragging about his yachts, and you know, plural. Yeah. That's not classy, bragging about your yachts. I, I never talk so. about the different modes of transportation that I have on the open water. I don't. Yeah, I don't think you need to. If I if I was to have and I and I would always pronounce it yacht. You that is how it's spelled, <laughs> and I would love to have so much money that I could go around and insist that like I'm I'm a member at the yacht club. And insist, <laughs> just mispronounce it. No one would want to tell you that you're wrong because you have so much money. 
you know, it's the thing about parties, and this is what I was realizing. It, parties really are seem like a. It's like a game that. You, first of all, I only stay at a party. There's a moment at every party where someone has cornered me, and it seems like parties are all just getting cornered. Maybe I'm too big of an introvert, but mm-hmm. I get cornered in conversation I don't want to be in. And then I, I'm thinking to myself, this will be the last conversation I'm going to endure. I have to leave, and then I'll leave the party. And that's yeah, how yeah. the party ends. And usually before that, there's three or four of those conversations. And then I'm playing like a, a monkey in the middle or dodgeball for the rest of the party, trying to avoid those people right. that have doled out the worst conversations during the party. Do you experience that? I do, but... but uh, Are I've you become... more patient? You're more a lover of humanity. Patience, uh, someone I, you can usually pull a good story out of somebody. I usually deflect. I don't like to. I don't like to talk to anyone about what I do. Yeah, me neither. I always ask questions immediately. So about what... I do that, but then if it gets to the point where I want to be out of the conversation, and it can be tough, but what you know, I'm pretty good at uh, at, at interrupting them with something that's important or the handoff. If there's even just one little one little thing they've said, have them share that with someone. Hand them uh, off hand to that person, off. but then you're not done there. Your work's not done there because <laughs> then you have to turn and get out of the person that's talking, yeah. blathering on. They won't notice anyway because yeah. all they do is talk. Yeah. And then you lock eyes with the person that you've just traded out with, swapped, handed off, passed the baton of, of, of being trapped, and you turn and you give them a little wink. And you say, <laughs> that's all you now. It's all you. That's all you, you friend. This is your responsibility now. Yeah, you should have a class in this. Oh, it's. Oh, it's I'm serious because I. I'm, I do it I'm to really... Hayes. I do it to my wife all the time. She tries. I'm going to notice if you do this to me. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> See, and then it becomes our little game, and that makes a party tolerable. <laughs> you have to have a game within the game of like you know passing. You know, I had to endure this guy, and then later on we'll talk trash about him, not in front of him. Later on, yeah. you know why? Because we're classy. <laughs> It's difficult, though, right? It's difficult passing these people it, around. It can be because they can be persistent, and you don't want to be—you uh, don't want them to know. Uh, well, you that know the doing. beauty. You know the beauty of those people. They rarely know. Mm-hmm. That's the greatest thing about the, the more boring a person is. Oh yeah, blowhards. They don't. They don't know. The less they know when you're being rude to them, and because all they need is a, is just a face in front of them to talk into. I have yeah. uh, I have a relative, and I won't say exactly who it is, but uh, this guy is is unbelievable. We call him a talk trap, yeah. And he will he'll start a sentence, but he has no conversational rhythm. So I describe it as like trying to get into you know you know double dutch. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. a jump rope guy, but like you you try to time it, you try to pace yeah. it. Okay, yeah. okay, here comes my turn. He's his sentence is coming here. There's going to be a crescendo, and then the end of the sentence, and it just goes back in, and it just goes subject to subject to. Whatever he's impossible to get out of, and and that's when you have to do the full on interruption. Call yourself on your phone, you know, whatever. Have timers set up. I mean, you gotta you gotta plan it. You gotta be you gotta be. Desperate. The cell phone has helped these situations mm-hmm. where you can say, "I'm so sorry, I have to take this call." Well, yeah, it's silent ringer, right? They don't know. Yeah, you know, that you know you don't need to. You, you know yeah. what I'd like to do is like be uh, be that guy from Police Academy that could just bring you know just do my own rings. <laughs> do <your own> sound effects. <laughs> Uh, do you, how long have you been married? Uh, I should know this. Uh, ten, ten years. It'll ten be ten years, years this year. What's yeah. the key? I think you have a good marriage. What's the key? 
the I think the key is uh, is just finding someone that has the same sense of humor. Like everyone says, like sense of humor is key and all that. And we know, like from years of going out to bars and making women laugh, and then watching them hook up with your friend who's just a horrible person, yeah. right? Instead of you, um, they want they want a sense of humor that's the same, so that you can make each other laugh. They, uh, you can pull pranks on them. You can do jokes, and they'll yeah. and they'll share it the same way. And then when they flip out, like, so I, I will have a temper tantrum or she'll have a temper yeah. tantrum, and then we'll do something called reenactments, where when it's safe, a while later, we'll act like the other person was. So, like, say I'm ranting. I, I mean, I can't think of anything, but then the other, you know, my wife will then imitate how I was acting. And she's a pretty good mimic, too. Yeah. So that, you know, that enables you to laugh at yourself and both of you to laugh at yourself, and then she's open to do it. Then we also have, like, uh, we'll write lists of things that we do that annoy each other, but in a funny way. You know, like she is, it's, it's impossible. She, you know, the typical stuff. She can't change the toilet paper roll for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, so I'll joke about that. Or like the, the lint in the dryer, she takes that out and leaves it on the top of the dryer. And yeah. I'm like, well, why, what is the point of that? Why are we hiding trash from each other or leaving trash out in the yeah. open? Um, and so, we, you know, we just kind of joke about that. I think that's the key. But I feel like I feel like by asking this question, you may have your own theory. <laughs> I do. Well, for me, I'm sure it's different for every person. For me, it's uh, is Tassels trying to come in over there? We better I hope so. We better let me just let the band play for a yeah. second. I'm going to go check just Take a second. That, yeah. You want to check that? See if it's a. Uh, Here's my cheap epiphany, and that's uh, that actually went straight to the top of the charts uh, when they oh, first put it out. So good, uh, so good. Uh, and I think the key is uh, for me is to uh, they say communication is the important thing in a relationship. I think it's a, a lack of communication that's best. Okay. Uh, the the amount of times that I can hold my tongue. Oh right, right, right. And just okay. not say what I know is going to get me in trouble. To not. Clearly and concisely say a perfect insult. Even if it's no, but even if it's correct, even if I'm oh, right, yeah, yeah, absolutely, this will make things worse. Yeah. What if I'm about to say it? Say that you know, say she's done something uh, to help out in some way, and I'm about to say, but what about that? That other bigger thing that she was supposed to do to right, help out? Right. Uh, like what about picking up the kid mm-hmm. at school? Did you forget that? Yeah. I, just don't say it. Biting you, your, no, biting biting your, your tongue. tongue. That's the communication, because it's all right there. It's, it's about to come out in a perfectly sharp and concise thing that will just eviscerate her and, and win it's the argument in argument. your mind, but it's you, just going to make things worse. You're always going to win the argument and lose the war. So just mm-hmm. bite your tongue every time. So just don't say it. So Never you're saying tell the, key is, the truth unless it's positive. So almost uh, like a, <laughs> like a Dr. Uh, Dr. Phil kind of moment where you just don't communicate. Yeah, don't. That's the don't, key. It, because it, there's no, there's, at a certain point, there's just no, there's, there's no constructive way to say certain things. Mm-hmm. You're almost attacking the person's. Um, again, I think we are who we're going to be at this age. Mm-hmm. So you're basically saying, you know, that thing that you can't change about yourself. Right. Here's a specific example of it. 
that you keep doing, but you'll never change and you're a failure. So right. you just let, never say it. Let me highlight this flaw. Right. So you just you just don't. Do how it. often do you hold your tongue? And how often do you not hold your tongue? And you go, I don't know why I said that. I knew when I said it. Oh no, no, I'm, good could come I'm, out of uh, it. I'm a I'm a pretty good tongue holder, uh, but maybe maybe even too much. But later, um, I will come back and 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 try to say it constructively, mm -hmm. and 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 just uh, just you, you have to lay out like a whole like bed of feathers of compliments and and why you're bringing this up and how you think it'll make it better and this may be a difficult conversation. She's very receptive to that. If you just, you know, do all that stuff. That's, We're uh, nicer to our friends and to strangers than we are to our spouses, a lot of us, and that's mm -hmm. what I think I have to guard against. I mean, it's, you should, why, why aren't we nicest to the people that we're closest to? Mm -hmm. They've earned that respect. And I won't just say some rude thing to somebody that I just met right, about right. something I don't like about what they just did. I just mm -hmm. don't. I just will not, right? But mm -hmm. you're more inclined to say that to someone you love, and it's not smart. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Why wouldn't you hold your tongue with those people? And the stranger's the one we should be lashing out at. <laughs> and, and really, you know, you know, don't, don't hurt the ones you love. Hurt the ones you'll never see again. Yeah, yeah. It's you a know, lash out. Reach out and approach. say something cruel to a stranger, but not like to it. someone that's earned that. I like it. You know, and I think it's the total opposite of what most people this do. Is, this should be, I think it should be its own segment. I think we're on to something here. Lash out and button up. And this is when you're, <laughs> when you're on the road, you let them have it. You roll down that window. You, you, you want to be this close to being in a fight yeah. or an assault or that sort of thing. And at home, not a word. You're not well, saying anything. I'm going to go one step further. I, I think almost all of us are more mean to ourselves than we'd be to a friend. Mm -hmm. Almost all of us. And I, I, it's, you know, we, our, our inner voice is so cruel, right, so unforgiving. Right. Mm -hmm. We don't hold our friends to that standard. I have friends that don't, I don't know what they do for a living or they're not, you know, they're not incredibly successful. Some of them are, some of them aren't. I'm just right, saying right. like, some, some I don't care. Be, some may even be guests on this show yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> but I'm just saying it makes no difference to me as a friend. Right, right. In fact, some of my more, most successful friends, I certainly wouldn't want as a son. I enjoy them as a friend, but I would I would choose a couple of the other friends I have that maybe haven't done as well with their social life or with their job or anything else. But I, right. I would who would you choose out of all your friends to be your son? It's not going to correspond exactly with how perfect people are. It's going to oh, correspond it's... with how fun they are to be around and how lacking in cruelty they are. What do you think? That's a tough one because I'm just starting to get to this age with my kid who's four of mm -hmm. like what what you want your son to be doing. You want him to make eye contact. You want him to be polite. Right. You want him so, to do these well, it's things. A, you're teaching them manners, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but to know it, you know, to just kind of be a respectful person, right. a likable person, but someone who's going to stand up for himself right. too. And to see that in like who you'd want your to be as a, you know, friends you have. Who do you want him to be out of your friends? I don't think it corresponds exactly with your most successful friend. Mm -hmm. Often that friend is lacking in, not often, but sometimes. Right, uh, right. The things that drive people to be successful uh, aren't always the things that make them great people to be around or loyal friends or anything else. Right, right. So there's a whole myriad of things you want them to be. And... Um, we do that to ourselves also. We just tear ourselves apart for any kind of failure or mistake or whatever. I don't mm -hmm. do that with a friend. Right, right. So, so I think we hold ourselves to much too high a standard. And that's why I'm, that's why I'm here on Cash Withdrawal.
I think it's good, and I think if I think if nothing else, if any of your listeners have kids, have we done we've done the studies on that? What the percentages are that have kids? What you should do if you have kids at your home right now, and you don't know what to do with them. Teach them as soon as possible. Just start teaching them to lash out. Lash out at strangers. At strangers. Yeah, like who the fuck came up with this map idea and not putting Hawaii, my favorite place in America, on the map? Who the fuck? Yeah. You right? Someone who, should be held accountable. Someone for that. should be held accountable. I need to find that person. And, and channel, I need to give them a piece of my mind. And channel all of that into some rage right yeah. here. Has there ever been a mistake that big? <laughs> How do yeah. you forget the greatest place in the in the world in a world map? Yeah. Uh, my right. wife deserves nothing but love and attention mm-hmm. from me because she's never done anything that upsetting <laughs> in my life. I mean, right, right. to not put Hawaii on a map? The greatest I'm an American. Part, right. And if there's something wrong with that, I don't want to be right. It's it's like building a human without a sexual organ. There's no Hawaii in this yeah. world map. <laughs> the best part missing. It's, it is exactly like that. We're gonna finish up with uh, slowing it down. Ah, God, I just never get enough of them. Uh, we have a lot of great uh, questions. People send me questions oh, called, yeah, yeah. and then and then I answer them. And I'd like you to help me, Drake. I think you're a perfect guy for this kind of thing, um, in no particular order. Uh, uh, I, I love this guy, Nicholas, uh, in Iowa. Writes, "Why haven't you created a Garth Brooks slash Chris Gaines style alter ego, <laughs> <laughs> or have you?" Oh, Hashtag yeah. comedy chameleon. Um, you know, I think you, you need to have a certain level of success for people to care enough for you to change your identity a second time, right? I don't, I don't know that anyone cared the first time. I was always <laughs> thrown off at the success of uh, the Chris Gaines project because it was a game that most of us played when we were little. It was called Make Believe. And uh, he just had a <laughs> so second career, briefly. About six months there, but there was, there was I think there was some some uh, some albums there. But I mean, I think if you if you look down deeply, there's there's got to be some mental issues there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we answered that question. Oh no, the question is why don't you have a? Yeah, why don't I do it? Why don't I do it? Why don't yeah. I have an alter ego? An alter like I said, ego? I don't know if people are too attached to the first uh, identity yet. I well, I mean, that that's got to catch on. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have something in place now. Like maybe uh, maybe some kind of a I'm, I'm thinking like kind of kind of a private eye. Sort of guy, detective guy that works the case, you know. Uh, you, you mean uh, for a, you? Oh yeah, a, for you. A comedian alter ego, or or maybe maybe it is this uh, this talk show guru, this this life. This yeah. Life. What do you what do you call this show? For God's sake, yeah, Nicholas. That's right. Yeah, Nicholas. Come on. Maybe you should think about that, Nicholas. Maybe you, Nicholas. Maybe you need an alter ego. It's called person that cares about other people <laughs> and isn't so hurtful. See, this and is hateful. great practice. You're lashing out. That's good <laughs> at Nicholas, who's, who's he always sends me funny stuff. Doctor Leviathan, who's one of our also another one of our favorites. He writes. Uh, uh, what sort of doctor is doctor? Uh, I'm not sure. I've never really gotten a, a, you know to the bottom of that. Pigeons, uh, vagrant parrots. <laughs> I changed it because I think it's funnier that way. Uh, parrot vagrants—that's how he wrote it. But it, it's it's a uh, it's it's a good question. Are mm-hmm. pigeons just? Um... I I I always refer to them as winged rats. Here's the thing, though. I feel like we attach human 
we attach so many human moral 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 uh, uh, standards to animals. For okay. example, I was just at a zoo and I saw a, a vulture. Oh right, right. Now, do you know vultures uh, mate for life, which I think a lot of people admire. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. they uh, they raise one child at the t- at a time for like six months. One chick. They don't have a bunch of them. Okay, and they really nurture it. Um, and they're also really good at math. And and they can play really good kazoo. No, yeah, but they're uh, right. but these are qualities people like. But because they eat dead animals, uh, we have no respect for them, and because they look terrible to us. Well, I mean, first of all, disagree. Uh, why we eat dead animals? That's what right. we do. Yeah, just because you know, just because they don't cook it up. Uh, good, good point. They don't even do the killing. So, yeah. like high points for that. Well, it's kind of gross that a bird's eating anything. No, I think the reason we hate vultures is because they were uh, they were demonized and represented as, as a negative bird in mm-hmm. cartoons mm. for years. I don't know if you remember a fellow by the name of Buzz Buzzard, but yeah. uh, he was, uh, you know, and is that even a vulture? I don't know if a buzzard is a vulture. Same kind of thing. Same though. kind of thing. You know, but, uh, these animals that just kind of... But, but, I mean, talk about uh, we need more of those. Like, can you imagine, like, how much easier it would be... How much money do you have to spend on funeral homes and all that sort of stuff? If we just had people that went around and ate people, yeah, you know, like vultures, yeah, you know, we, and I'm not talking zombies. I'm just talking about straight up cannibals. If we had those people, what, how much better would society be? Well, and it brings you back to the uh, the cash withdrawal sex dad. I mean, they they were ahead of their time. A lot of bands don't eat each other. They don't eat band members that aren't producing. They break up. Uh, but this is a band that uh, you know. That eats each other, but uh, you know, with love, with love, with, in the best with, way, with love. But they picked out the two weakest members, and this is how it sounded. <laughs> so you know, I just maybe vultures need to get a little more respect. That's all I'm saying. I, I think so. I agree yeah. with that. Crows also underrated by Doctor Leviathan. I don't want to dominate the whole thing here with, no, with that's, birds, but crow is very smart. And and also often, uh, you know, maligned. Dr. Leviathan also writes, uh, salads, informal sandwiches. <laughs> I like that. In Informal or incomplete? Yeah, incomplete sandwiches. That's true. You know, maybe just put put a little bread on there and then you got a... Then you got a sandwich. What have you been eating lately, uh, Drake? What's happening to you? I, uh, I, I, uh, I'm, not a, I'm not good in the kitchen. I like meals prepared for me. I'm not a picky eater. Yeah. But uh, what I do like is I, uh, I I like a cheese sandwich with a little uh, hummus. No, not hummus. What's the green yeah. one? What's uh, the grapes. Green? No, <laughs> that's what's green. Uh, avocado. Uh, it's a spread. It's uh, the avocado spread. I call it green grapes. hummus, but it's green. not a and, green uh, thing. You and put then the green and thing then on this there. awful uh, processed, uh, uh, really uh, hot uh, horseradish cheese. Yeah, and then some some turkey. Delicious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it sounds. It sounds inviting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head over as soon as I can. That sounds like a good dish. Um, I don't know what that sandwich is even called. Most people just have a sandwich that has a name, but you create a whole new concoction. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, my own um, guy. Uh, one more, because this is, what, this is also is Nicholas. Is that also Dr. Leviathan? This is, no, this is also, that was also Dr. Leviathan. He's got all the great questions. Nicholas in Iowa is one of my favorites. So he writes, what's the green jacket of comedy? Oh, oh, I like this. This is a good question. And by the way, the Masters were yesterday. Right. And uh, a fellow that was leading, I know you're a sports fan, Jordan Spieth, he uh, had a couple rough holes. And, yeah. uh, I, you know, I guess he was ahead by five, and the next thing you know, he was down by four. 
I went out. I went outside. And, came back in. Yeah. I mean, it fell apart. Yeah, well, you were outside quite a while. No, you weren't. I mean, it, it took. It was literally five minutes. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he had me like a triple, quadruple bogey on, on one hole. He hit into the water twice. Into the drink. <laughs> into the drink. Did you coin that phrase? Is yeah. That? No. <laughs> Uh, cool, fresh, uh, drink water. Well, that uh, one's getting wet. Uh, oh, he's going to need a suntan. Look, he's, he's on the beach. Yeah, he's on the beach. <laughs> he's going to need a boat and an army to get back to that one. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, and people are saying he choked. Uh-huh. And I take uh, umbrage with okay. the phrase choking. When He didn't get ner- I don't. They use it too much with sports. Choking is when you get nervous and fall apart. And it's because you got nervous. Right. I'm very defensive of people that he came back and played great after that. He had some bad holes. There's a real difference there. Don't you think? In in his own words, he had one bad hole because he bogeyed 10 and 11. And then he quadruple bogeyed. So that's six strokes and three holes. But the first two, in his own words, he said, it's fine. I can play back from that. But when he was standing over the ball, he, he doubted himself. And he saw the face of Richard Kissinger in the ball. No, I'm joking. <laughs> That's, but he, he, he changed, doubted himself. He changed his plan uh-huh. in his backswing. He said he did the same thing two years ago on the very same hole, amen corner on 12. So do you think it's choking? Yes, I think okay. that is because pressure, I didn't know that about the, the pressure got to him, and All then right. that shot allowed him to make another bad shot. And that's always mm. the key to golf. All you right. can't let one bad shot make the next bad one. So he, he, he hits one in the water or the drink, and then the next one. He he, that is a choke. He just did you see that the the divot went further than the ball? He just okay. I didn't know that was the details ground. behind it. And then it, and then that one goes into the water. But do you agree that most choke uh, is overused? Maybe, that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Maybe in this instance you're right because he described the shots that I, way. But, but only, sometimes you just play a bad hole, he, and I think it's unfair to call it choking. And I've failed uh, on 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 a sporting field often. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were a few times where I choked, where I just got too nervous, and it didn't help right, my performance. Right. But there are other times where I just didn't didn't deliver, and th- yeah. there are, there is a difference. That's all. I think there's there's a difference between being not good and choking. But if he is the best player in golf, and I think he is, mm-hmm. he's been in contention the last five majors, yeah, or one, yeah. You know, he's had a shot to win them all. He could have won five majors in a row, yeah. And if you're the best in the world, then there's no. And there's no, I'm not good enough. Yeah, and he's got it right. He's smart too, because he said some terribly abusive things to the crowd members, but not to his caddy. So yeah. (laughs) Hey, buddy, I gotta go. I I I know that. uh, Hold you. Do you mind if I hang out and talk with the band a little bit? Just no, not at all. I just uh, you're gonna have to sign a confidentiality agreement. They, They are. You know, uh, they are with me. You know, we do have a long-term deal. Well, I mean, how, I mean, is that in is that in stone? I mean, how how official is that? Is that a- talk to the talk to the leader over there? He is the okay. the one with one arm. Oh yeah, oh he's great. Yeah, he's and great. he he wasn't in Def Leppard. He just that arm was eaten. You're right. One arm sex. One arm yeah. sex. It's the best. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. Thanks for coming out, Trey. Please come back. I know, yeah, even though don't. you're not having withdrawal symptoms, seems like maybe we'll get to the bottom of why you're really here next time. Absolutely, I, I look withdrawal. forward to. There's always there's always a gem, an uncovered gem here. You just uh, cash withdrawal. You turn it upside down, and it still makes sense. I love it. Now leaving Nerdist.com.